Hello and welcome to the Fan Fiction Book Club Podcast, a weekly podcast that explores the good, the bad, and the cringy of fan fiction, hosted by me, T-Stan, and my lovely co-host, Poppy. Hi. Ollie. Hey. And SG. Hey. Every month, we scour the internet to bring you four different fanfic reads, and our theme this month is RPF Football. Check out our website at fanfictionbookclub.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fanfictionados for the full lineup of stories for the month and to connect with us on the web. So. So. Uh, guys. Football RPF. Football. football. Oh my god. What a topic. You yeah, know, the noises football. we made when it got selected. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> I don't think any of us are real sport ballers sport ball. i i do enjoy the the tennessees the tennises and the french open is going on right now so that's been fun big nadal fan love him uh, i don't know who that is <laughs> he is a great tennis player and uh i was just watching his game earlier and like, he's still so good so he's been in it for a while. Him and Federer, they're like, they're going against each other. And there's other guy, Djokovic, but he's like a total baby. So I never root for him. Like there was a whole scandal a little bit ago where he, he, he like missed a hit or something and he hit a ball and it hit the ref and he got disqualified <laughs> what? From, a, from a game. Yeah. But it was a while That's ago. A thing. That's a thing. Yeah. You can get disqualified. He always throws fits. And I'm like, dude, you're an adult. Yeah, and sportsmanship. But I feel like that's justified if you accidentally have a ball hit a ref. Like, No, sorry. it was, he, he, he wasn't supposed to be doing that. And he should have been yeah. paying attention. Like, I get it if it's like a 10-year-old. But there's no reason that he needed to, he did what he did. But he acts like a 10-year-old. And I can't stand it. So he's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I think he's number one right now. But he doesn't deserve it. Um, you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Unpopular real, opinion, possibly. <laughs> real tennis tea right now. Some real tennis tea. And I don't know if you guys heard about um, that one girl in tennis. I forgot yes. her name. Misty. No, not Misty. I can't remember her name. But um, she that had that. Really she had that drama with Serena at the. I don't remember which open it was. Where like she beat Serena, but the crowd was like booing because Serena lost and they thought Serena should have won and then she had like some some stuff going on from that but she's a really good tennis player that younger girl and she refused to do some some marketing stuff with the media like do an interview and then she ended yeah. up dropping out of the competition for mental health reasons which good on her because if you're not if you're not okay like don't let those people mm -hmm. bully you yeah, yeah, out of their hands. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she got fined like fifteen thousand dollars yeah. for refusing to do a press conference. Yeah, wow. because she was having because she was mental a, health. Yeah, and she knew that they were going to ask her really invasive questions. Yeah, and it's like, and I don't, I don't get why we interview tennis players after their games because I feel like the games speak for themselves. Like, if you won, it's like, how are you feeling after this win? And it's like, I feel good that I won. And then it's like. How are you feeling after you lost? I'm mad that I didn't win. Like, yeah. what other answer are they yeah. going to give that's so important? Yeah. It's like, that's like, that reminds me of a couple years ago uh, when Marshawn Lynch of 
no longer he he's not on the Seahawks anymore. Ex beast mode. Um, yeah, uh, but he uh, hated doing press conferences, and he very famously uh, went to a press conference and said, "I'm only here so I don't get fined." Yeah, no, I remember oh, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I mean, what what does Marshawn Lynch have to really add to the post? press conversation of a game it's like they won the game or they lost the game and they're feeling good that they won or they're not feeling great and they need to improve if they lost like that's literally what everyone after a sports game says there's no tea yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's like um going up to like a five-year-old after a t-ball game being like how do you feel they're like i was there i I don't know (laughs) i was there i i hit the ball i did the thing yeah and now i I want to go home i had fun (laughs) I had fun that I got to hit uh, hit the hit the ball and run to the base. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So long story short, I like tennis. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So the fandom that we know nothing about. <laughs> The tennis fandom, or not tennis, <laughs> the, the, the European football fandom. Had you guys been exposed to RP Sports Fix before this? And um, for people who don't know, RP Sports Fix, the RP stands for Real Person Sports. So there is a fandom group on the internet surrounding multiple sports teams that write fanfic about them. Yeah, no exposure to this. No, this is all new. Absolutely none. <laughs> yeah, I, I like a, a, fan fiction about real people is very odd to me, and never yes. something that I was able to get into. Have you yeah. guys? Have you guys read any just real person fix? Because the whole real person realm. I mean, we're just focusing it on the sports section of it, but it spans. Famous people in general, music groups, a lot of K-pop groups get a lot of RP fic uh, mentions and stories written about them. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I've never been. It's always been very like, if especially if it's people that I've seen on like movies and stuff, I'm like, this person has a real life. <laughs> it's just, it's been, it's just bizarre to me. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I've read, well, not even. I started reading one real person fic and was like, ew, and then I left. What was it? <laughs> it was um, when I was younger, I was uh, very into Hermione, Draco and Hermione from Harry Potter. And I scrolled onto one that was Emma Watson and Tom Felton, and it was weird. <laughs> and I didn't, I, I, like, Please, God, no. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, because um, I think when we were putting fandoms into the hat, I think this was one of my fandoms that I contributed. Yes, because you're an agent of chaos. <laughs> I am an agent of chaos. I am chaotic neutral. I embrace that uh, you... creed. You're a menace. <laughs> you are the only person in this group who would have put that in. Who would have put that in, yeah. 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 And the reason that I put it in is because there is another um, fan fiction podcast I listen to, but they don't post very often. And they did a football, like American football um, episode 
for when the Super Bowl happened. And one of the people picked a fic that was Tom Brady and Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like no. our Seahawks quarterback, Russell Wilson. And it was like oh some... God. Oh my God. And it was like, they, they were like a secret couple. And then when they had to face each other at in games and stuff, it was just like very random. And I'm like, there is a market for this. There are people that write this, like... When we started uh-huh. our podcast, because this was like years ago, that um, I heard that I was like, we we need to like take some time to explore the RP sports realm, um, because I'm really I was really curious about like what's there. Is it all just weird sex stuff, or is it like interesting, cute stories? Like, what do they do? Is there a coffee shop AU sports fix? Which yes, T Stan bring- found one. <laughs> then you bring us into it, and then I brought you guys into it because you don't want to go in alone. You need a safety net. Uh, I needed somebody to share in my pain if it was painful. <laughs> yeah. So what did you what do you guys think of what you found of the fandom within the the soccer football realm? I think that it was it was definitely interesting for sure. I think that it was a lot of I was looking at it, it as a lot of um more explicit stuff under the T rating, which shocked me. Yeah. And it was a lot of men. Mm-hmm. I mean, mine, mine was specifically under men's football, but like even just under football in general, mm-hmm. it's just a lot of men, which yeah. happens in yeah. fandoms. Yeah. And it was I, interesting. The amount of AUs that were yeah. in the fandom too. It's interesting yeah. that people yeah. would want to see these characters in like random scenarios. I'm yeah, pretty was... sure when I was scrolling through, it was like the uh, I was finding either fan fictions that had like 400 words or 40,000 words. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> really invested or just want a little bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like I couldn't find any in between for a long time and was like, um, hello, I, I need something. It was all uh, uh, people I didn't know, like names I did not recognize. Obviously, I wasn't going to recognize any of them. I did stumble upon <laughs> um, one that was a One Direction, like, football <laughs> AU. I really wanted to pick it, but it was 40,000 words. Oh, so that's no. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of them that seemed interesting were very much, like, really long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, really, really long. long. There was one where um, the Manchester team was stuck in a haunted house. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. Because it wasn't, like, a couple thing. Like, a lot of the stories are ship stories. So it's, like, shipping two characters together. This was just the whole team in a haunted house. Um, but that was also a very long one, so I yeah. wasn't able to pick that. Hey, it's good people are invested, right? It's yeah, good it's good. It's good. They need hobbies, <laughs> especially during COVID. Like, stay inside oh, yeah. and write fanfic. Don't go out and do crazy things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've noticed, I've noticed the uptick of fanfic for sure. It's great. So, Stan, Stan, what are we reading this week? <laughs> <laughs> The fanfic we are discussing this week is YNWA and Other Annoying Scouse Habits by Blind Metallics on Archive of Our Own. This work was written on 
uh, in December of 2020 and is about uh, 9,600 words. It is tagged as uh, Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville, a cameo by Stephen Gerard dash freeform, fluff and humor, angst and humor, light wump, enemies to lovers, Gary is a Grinch, Jamie is annoying, communication is hard, and feelings are harder. What's the a artist, wump? Uh, wump is like hurt, like somebody gets physically hurt. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not so, like, know that. Hurt comfort is like emotional hurt, wump is like physically hurt. Oh, okay. Good to know. How have I not come across wump? <laughs> I don't know why, but the way you said that just struck me. Why does you. it remind me of why? Why does it remind me of from SpongeBob Wumbo? Who's Wumbo? I'm Wumbo. What? You're Wumbo. He, she, me, Wumbo. What Wumbo, episode was Wumbo. that? I did not remember this. How do I not? I feel like Poppy. Really? I feel like we have all the same SpongeBob references. How do I not know that one? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's Wumbo. What is Wumbo? You know, Wumbo. And it's just Patrick just saying the word Wumbo all like, <laughs> over and over again and offering no explanation to what Wumbo is. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe none of you remember. No, I don't no. remember that. So the Wump tag, by the way. <laughs> is Wump not what you thought it was? No, it's just we got really sidetracked on the Wumbo. <laughs> and and you, you said Wump was somebody got kind of hurt. So what I was saying was hurt comfort is like emotional injury. Yeah. Like somebody's sad. Yeah. Wump is like somebody falls off a roof, which is topical. Yes. Yes, because that happens in yeah. this fic. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Wump is like somebody gets sick or like injured. Okay. It's the sound they make when their body hits the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was the TH at the beginning of that, but Wump works too. I thought it was thump. So author's summary is, he is singing to myself, his voice only just loud enough to be heard over the sizzling of the pan. It's that song. It's always that bloody song. Or five times Jamie sang YNWA and annoyed Gary, and one time somebody else sang it. So, real talk, when you guys saw YNWA, did you think they spelled YMCA wrong? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Took me a while to figure out that's not what they were referring to. Yes, and I think it's because we're not. British, because I assume... We're not English. We're very American and not involved in the European football scene. <laughs> yeah. And I assume if you're part of that scene, you'll look at that and be like, oh yeah, it's You'll Never Walk Alone. I don't know what that song is. Like, what? Did you guys look up the song? No. I didn't. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. No, no, I don't think any of us did. It's a song, and, and they yell it at court. I guess... I guess with the English uh, football fans, they're, like, very involved. They love their teams. And they do a lot of, like, fan chants. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> the story is about 
Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher. Now, I had to look these people up afterwards. Mm-hmm. Because I, my brain gave me a couple of 20-something-year-olds because that's how old I am, and I just, it's my default. Mm-hmm. Um, these men are in their 40s. <laughs> and retired. And retired. Which yeah. I which they do mention in the story, it just never occurred to me. <laughs> so as we go through the story, um, I just want to keep in mind these are two middle aged men. Mm-hmm. And it's adorable. Post their soccer football yes, careers. This is post their careers. Yeah. So the story opens on Gary coming into a studio. So this is he's coming into work. Um, kind of into their break room. And Jamie Carragher is singing You'll Never Walk Alone, or or humming it. And so most of this uh, chapter is how much Gary hates this song. Because Gary and Jamie are on separate teams. Uh, I believe Manchester and Liverpool. This first chapter is a lot of Gary hating You'll Never Walk Alone. Um, and they're complaining to each other about traffic and how they could have been friends in another life, but they're rivals and they can't be friends. They can't like each other. Um, and then Gary has to go to cover, uh, because he's a sports announcer now, he has to go into London to cover uh, an, an event, the North London Derby. Um, so he has to have Jamie Carragher, who he, he's now refers to as Kara, um, to take him. So they're in Gary's house, and Jamie is commenting on his fashion choices, and uh, then picks out a new tie for him. And uh, Gary goes ahead and wears it. I'm sorry. God, this is boring. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is... This fan fiction was boring. <laughs> just... Oh, God, this is torture. It's just me talking into a silent void. <laughs> the two guys are sportscasters, and... They are, like, slowly becoming friends, and then these specific instances happen, and then they start boning. And then, like, two uh, gay guys that dance around each other, um, they don't tell each other how they feel, and it makes these, like, awkward, weird instances. And someone falls off a roof, and I think it was Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Very randomly, yeah. Jamie falls off a roof. I think he was helping his neighbor do something. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't even, like, gotten to the boning. <laughs> oh, are you, are you actually going to go through it all? I thought I was just going to fill it in. Oh, I mean, no, that's fine. Uh, they get into a car crash almost because they're screaming chants at each other. Yeah, it's, it's, just like, it's just like two adult males that adore each other, but they can't find the words to say it. And they just, like, resort to childish fighting. Um, about yeah. their separate teams, like Naruto I, I, and Sasuke. Yeah, it's, oh it's like a, it's like a Naruto Sasuke thing. Like Jamie's like the Naruto, and uh, 
Gary, the other guy, Gary. Yeah. And Gary's, Gary's like, like the Sasuke, but like not as cool as Sasuke. The yeah. middle-aged retired <laughs> soccer players just, just of like, Boruto. Just like, just <laughs> like Shippuden, or not Shippuden, but Boruto era Naruto oh and Sasuke. <laughs> is essentially um, what these guys are. If Naruto and Sasuke <laughs> left their, left Hinata and Sakura and just ran away together. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so car crash, and then it's just um yeah it's very and i can say this as a man i can say this it's it's nine thousand words of constipated man feelings <laughs> yes I it's agree. bad they just, just there's no communication talk to each other people come on just talk but for the love of god just like khalid can we just talk look up that song if you don't know it it's real good <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> Welcome to SG's Music Recommendation Corner. Oh, yeah, me and the music. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, so yes, they do, they do have uh, a moment where they, they get really drunk and have sex. There is no explicit action in this flick, but body parts and actions are referred to, so if you don't like that, please be careful. Yes. This was rated T. I, I don't know how to get rid of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Authors, if you are going to put this in your fic, it must be tagged. If there are any body parts being exposed that are not usually hidden behind clothing, you need to tag it. Yeah. Any explicit mention to male or female genitalia, Just, please God. Yeah, tag it. You know, this is rated T. I understand. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like the movie rating system. This would be probably PG-13. Just tag your works. That's all we ask. Yeah. So, yes, they get drunk. They have a, they have a night out. Um, and then a night in. <clears throat> <laughs> and then uh, they have a... It's almost an entire uh, chapter of them talking over... Jamie is making breakfast. And they're talking... They're, Deliberately not talking about having slept together the night before. Gary is very much like, this is a normal day, nothing happened, shut up, don't look at me. Total Sasuke move. <laughs> yeah. Jamie's like, I made you bacon, though. Total Naruto move. <laughs> that's, the, that's when that chapter ends. Next chapter is Jamie falls off a roof. He's trying to put up Christmas lights for his elderly neighbor. And, um... Steven Gerard, I really hope I'm pronouncing that right, uh, calls Gary and basically lets him think that Jamie is dead for a minute, which is a really bad move to make. That's a very bro move to make. It is. It is. But don't do it. <laughs> don't do that to your friends. Um, so, yeah, he's fine. He just breaks his leg. Um, so Gary goes to visit Jamie in the hospital, and Jamie asks him to sing You'll Never Walk Alone. And Gary hates it. He doesn't want to do any of it. And for people who may not know, um, Jamie plays for Liverpool, Gary plays for Manchester United. Those are two teams that are play for cities that are... I think they're only about like 30 miles apart and they're very big rivals. So Liverpool's fan chant, you never walk alone is like 
the kryptonite pain to Gary's ears as a Manchester United player. Yeah. Fun fact. He gets very into... For, for just, like, some background. He gets very into his hatred of the song. Mm-hmm. That's almost entirely what this fan fiction is about, actually. Pretty much. Yes. It's in the title. Yeah. Yeah. And then so Jamie <laughs> asking him to sing it is, like, the biggest ask of all time. So, yes. Uh, Jamie asks Gary to sing, and Gary's like, please don't make me do this. I'm begging you, don't make me do this. But Jamie is on painkillers and is apparently has a very good puppy dog eyes. Gary sings for him. And Stephen is in the corner trying really hard not to laugh. Um, but it does bring comfort to Jamie. Um, and they have, it's a lovely moment where they're starting to trust each other. Um, and that's where that chapter ends. Chapter six is um, Gary is going, is getting ready for work. He's doing um, some more sports casting. And Jamie is still in a cast, but he's finally back, back up and ready to work. And they're deliberately not talking about the, the thing in the hospital. Uh, and then Jamie starts humming, You'll Never Walk Alone. And then Jamie says that, you know, you sang it, therefore you, you're a fan and, and I win. Uh, and then reveals that it had been recorded. The dun, singing, dun, dun. Gary singing the hospital had been recorded. Recorded <laughs> just really quietly. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, and then Jamie says, No, well, you must really love me then to sing it for me. Gary responds, You looked pitiful, and it was between that and making you cry. But he doesn't say it soon enough. So there's that moment of, Oh, wait, does he actually love me? Oh, God. <laughs> and then they are in. They are in Gary's car, heading back after this game. And it's revealed that Gary lost out on a huge investment by going to the hospital to see Jamie. Like a, like a development project investment. So then um, they're, in, they're in Gary's car, and Jamie says that, um, reveals that Steven, Steven had told him that Gary had thrown up after singing. And Gary's like, he wasn't supposed to tell you that. And then they have a conversation about how Gary won't even stay for breakfast, um, but will lose a, a multi-million deal um, for, for Jamie. And Gary's like, well, we hang out. And Jamie's like, no, we don't. We don't spend any time together. Do you like me or not? Is this going to work out or not? Uh, and then they don't actually have a complete conversation before they fall into bed again. A plus As for emotional, yeah, emotional maturity, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens? Um, and then they talk about how uh, if he hadn't fallen off the roof, or if Gary had been the one to fall off the roof, that Jamie would have sung for them, or would have sung for him. Uh, and then... They still don't talk about it, not officially. You know, it's 
it, it's much more implied that they have the co conversation about their actual feelings, like two adults. Um, but the last chapter is they're making breakfast together, and neither of them are leaving. Aww. Aww. It's very cute. A successful morning after. Yeah. That's all you can hope for. <laughs> what was that, Ollie? That was like a very yeah. interesting noise. <laughs> I mean, they're such like a frustrating couple, and like they're like in their forties, but they act like they're like teenagers. Yeah, they act like they're in their twenties, and that might have been what because I know Tristan said he was thinking that they were like in their early mid twenties. They are acting yeah. like guys in their mid twenties. <laughs> Like, even after an extra 20 years of experience past 20, the communication does not seem to have improved beyond an early 20s uh, communication level. I would expect nothing less. I mean, honestly. I mean, yeah. It's I'm not surprised. True. Yeah. <laughs> this is set in London. I think 90% of it is London-based. I think 100% of it is London-based. Well, yeah, but, you know, if we say London, people are going to be like, well, there's places outside of London that are, like, 10 minutes outside the city. They are in the UK. They are in yeah. the United Kingdom. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not me. Can't but... bite with that. <laughs> Not much to say there. It was a very standard, like, Gary's house, Jamie's house, work, hospital. Yeah. Yeah. There was not, there wasn't, like, a big, like, this is London, here's all the sights of London. No, there wasn't. It was very focused on just their interactions. Um, yes. What did you guys think of, like, the plot and how that developed or not really developed? What plot? It was boring. <laughs> was say, it, should, it should have had the tag plot what plot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. It was just like. Yeah. They were just Very kind of meandering fun. around and doing mm -hmm. nothing. There was breakfast was made. They slept together. He falls off a roof, and I'm pretty sure he only fell off a roof just so that there could something could happen. Something yeah, happen. but we yeah. but we didn't even see him fall off the roof. He was just, they were just in the hospital. Right. So it's just they're they're just like talking in different settings. Yeah, it was, then, it was very he said he said. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was it was no wow so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I think and and I know we were talking about the wump earlier. I think what makes wump good is you get to see what happens. Yeah. You get yeah. the inner monologue or at least the the thoughts and feelings of the people around the person mm -hmm. when that injury occurs. This is not that. Mm -hmm. This is he's already in the hospital, he's already all Stitched up, drugged up, he's fine. And even um, kind of going a little bit into the writing, because most of this is from Gary. I think all of it might be from Gary's perspective, but we don't really get a sense of Gary's inner thoughts. No. Uh, the only inner thoughts that we really get from him is when he's really frustrated about the fan chant for Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But other than that, yeah. you, you don't really get like a deep look into his psyche and how he, because I mean, e even if 
a guy likes somebody and doesn't in conversation want to acknowledgement acknowledge it in their head there is something going on right yeah and it would be nice to have seen that or like he's see him more actively lying to himself about his feelings mentally as well as through the conversations that he's having with Jamie. Cause I think that would have made him a little bit more of a dynamic character with him, like battling with like, I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. Do, do I like this guy? Do I really like this guy? (laughs) Like that's, that's interesting. That would be an interesting way to, I don't know, make his hair character maybe a little more relatable so I didn't yeah. feel like I could connect with him. Either of them. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It was very one dimensional. It was like, mm-hmm. you are supposed to know who these people are. So why am I telling you anything about them? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the other thing. Um, like, <sighs> nobody actually knows what football players are like. Like, they, they play on the field and then they have a press conference where they're either grumpy or excited and then they go home and live their private lives like no yeah. one knows what they what their personality is really like or how they perceive the world so like I mean, a, 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 we need a little bit we need more we need character development yeah in because- a sense the real person i mean these are just players on a team Mm -hmm. that people watch on tv and no one actually really knows who they are they're essentially characters yeah and and, you know yeah no exactly i would build up on a little more on that i i agree i agree we don't know anything about these people because you know it's real people's private lives yeah and that's not even the fandom of sports of European football is not something that we're even involved in. So even if the fandom has created personalities within their realm of fan fiction writing, we wouldn't know what those are because we haven't read other um, game, uh, not gamey, Jamie, maybe that's their couple name, gamey. I don't know. Yeah, Gary, yeah, and, Gary Jamie. and Jamie. <laughs> I was trying to say both their names at once that came up with Jamie, but um, but Garrett maybe because this was a popular ship, the Gary, uh, the Gary and Jamie ship was popular. Yeah. So for whatever reason, people ship them together. I don't know if it's the Sasuke Naruto scenario Probably. that is why because the teams are so closely related but have a very big rivalry Um, i would assume so yeah yeah i'm thinking that must be it like i mean the fandom must have an expected personality for them even if those actual people that are represented in this fandom by strangers who know nothing about them (laughs) personally um that is like widely accepted And I I didn't read many other fics to find out what that was, but that's very interesting um, in the way you talk about that, Poppy and Ollie, that they have their private lives and we don't really see it unless they might be one of those random players who might have like a YouTube channel or something and they share their personal lives a lot. Um, But even at that, you're only seeing a small fraction of what they're really living to. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's interesting because the fact that they don't have like very exposed private lives almost gives the fandom freedom to make their personalities kind of whatever they want. Unless they like throw tantrums on the field, then they might consider them to be like a more volatile character. Yeah. And you never know again. Yeah. It's the fact that, you know, you don't a hundred percent know what these folks are like. No. So it's like kind of hard to compare them to anything. And I don't know if that's something that the author struggled with in being able to give the characters real life and dimension. I'm not sure on that. This is really popular of like a lot of fan fiction writers. They don't really go deep into characters for that reason. Um, These writers are a fan of TV shows or whatever they're watching or uh, reading. And so they kind of, do it in the scope of like they're watching something happen Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. don't really go into depth. But I think that's okay in fiction because usually the original content, the canon that the fandom is, that the fanfics are based on does develop that character. So you can draw on that original source material or reference it Mm-hmm. to fill in those gaps. And I think that's what a lot of fans do of certain fandoms when a fan fiction author writes something and doesn't fully flush out a character. Like when we were yeah. reading the Percy Jackson stuff, they were able mm-hmm. to um, fill that stuff in because they're big fans of the fandoms and they've grown to know all these characters. In the sports, um, RPs, RP fix. Like, there, there isn't any of that. There's no quote-unquote character development. There might be, like, professional career development. But other than that, like, how, how, how are they building character for um, any fans to draw on? Yeah, exactly. And again, with, with characters, I feel bad saying characters because these are actual people. Yeah. But they're not the actual people. These are fan-made versions of these people. They're clones, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so when, when you have like an established character arc or something like that with a book series or a movie series, things like that, mm-hmm. you know what you're getting into. And presumably, you know, the, the author of the series itself has taken the time to do all the work ahead of time to make it uh, accessible. So like you can read a fic about a story you don't know anything about, but because you have that baseline from uh, the author, you can go in online somewhere and be like, okay, I don't know anything about this person, but somebody has written a story about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, do we want to talk about the writing a little bit more? Yes, it was all right. I wasn't offended. I wasn't was impressed. There was, there was nothing wrong with what, what was in there. No, nothing it just wrong did, with it. didn't mean anything to me because I don't know these people. I didn't know them and the author didn't do enough to make me connect with them. Yeah. For being outside of that fandom. <laughs> yeah, this was, this was definitely written for folks who know who these people are and a hundred percent like, yeah. Ship all are of part it. of this. Yeah. Okay. And then how well they stick the fandom. 
this is not real life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These these two men are married and have children, I presume. So they have lives that I don't believe intersect other than maybe yeah. I don't even know if they MC the same games. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting that that's the one where we're like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure cuz I don't I don't watch their games. I see the scores, but I don't like personally go to watch them. And then, yeah, we also, you also have to think, you know, we don't know. Sorry. On the basis of the actual fandom, we don't know anything about that either. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe this is the commonly accepted fan interpretation of these two people. I'm thinking it must be because they have, um, they have a presence yeah, I I noticed that there is a very much like a uh a, a good following for this person. Mhm. Which is it's awesome. Mhm. Um do we want to do some comments? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh there's a lot of exclamation points in here. <laughs> Let's start with that. This story is very popular. It is, yeah. They have they had some very good engagement. Um, the first one I see is a ship circle, um, who has four crying faces, <laughs> <laughs> four cry face emojis, and says, "This is absolutely perfect." These idiots picking out ties for each other, almost crashing cars because they're having a sing off. Yeah, Gary, you're definitely not friends. Uh, you write them in their bickering banter so well. I'm so looking forward to the rest of this. And then the um, author, I believe this is the author, Blind... Vitalics, yeah, yeah. Vitalics said, Thank you, friend. Your comments mean a lot to me, and I'm glad you like this story. Colon, capital D. Also, OMG, yes, dash, dash. They are definitely not friends. Not even close. Ha, ha, ha. With an H at the end. I have got one. Um, sh- it's Ship Circle again. <laughs> Is it Ship Circle again? <laughs> on, a, on chapter five. Okay. It says, Wahaha, you know you're always welcome in the Liverpool fan base. Kidding, I know you'd rather die. But this chapter is perfect and it's very cute. And Blind Metallic says, you guys are the worst. I want to run for the hills. I really would rather die. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> There's, like, the intense rivalry is a lot. I, I take it wow. Ship Circle is a Liverpool fan. <laughs> I think um, And Blind Metallic <laughs> is wow. a Manchester fan. <laughs> uh, Ship Circle also commented on Chapter 7. Oh, um, wow, Ship Circle. The last chapter. Jeez. Yeah. Um, I, I was scrolling down and you said ship circle and I was like, oh, look, there's another one. <laughs> um, they said, my God, this is just perfection. First of all, as if perhaps a bee had been trapped in his rib cage is such a good turn of phrase as is words are clattering into one another like bumper cars in Gary's throat. Second of all, screams. You must really wait. You must really love me made me made me shriek both times. The symmetry. And oh my god, he does. They do. 
And then certainly not he wants to marry them. I caught that Gary I caught that Gary, you're not slick. I see the implication. <laughs> um and the ending. Jamie finally got his breakfast. Crying emoji, crying emoji, teary emoji, boyfriend. Ugh. Seriously, this is so perfect. And also dying at Gary throwing up after singing like NWA Lamau. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. And then there's and then there's one more. There's one more. Not not from Shift Circle. We're gonna give someone else some love. Shut up and dance with me, commented on the last chapter. Aw man, aw man, I just love this so much. There is something so distinctly Caraville about it, it just hurts. Of course Jamie will climb on a roof. Of course Gary will be emotionally repressed till the very end. Amazing job as always, friend. This fic truly warmed my heart and I was smiling all the way through it. Heart emoji. Oh. The people loved it. Nothing but praises. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was well done if you if you know what's happening. Yeah. I, I think if, <laughs> yeah. if you know the fandom, it was well done. We, these... we are the ones that don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's our fault. We're too out of the loop. <laughs> our fault. Take, take everything we say, uh, blind batalics with a grain of salt, because yeah. <laughs> we for are sure, outsiders. <laughs> We're doing our best, but we also don't know what's happening. No idea what's happening. <laughs> Anything else we want to bring up? I don't think so. I think that kind of covers mm-hmm. everything. Do we want to do a rating? Of course. A football. Okay. Yeah. A football. <laughs> yes, out of five footballs. Okay, I... I... Do you want to go first? No, you go first. It's your pick. Okay. Okay, I will go first then. Um, I will give it two and a half footballs out of five because it was it was well done. It was, you know, no no grammar issues. Didn't see any major spelling issues. Uh, I give this a two soccer balls, footballs, whatever, um, because I was bored. Um, that's a lot of points for boredom (laughs) Um, I was I was bored but I didn't um, but it was fine like the writing was fine but I was just I I, it couldn't it didn't make me care (laughs) yeah I um, I agree with you Poppy I think I will also give this a two because the writing was fine but the plot, I think it could have been, like, the story has been written so many times. Like, that two, two men meet, they like each other, they fight it, they don't talk about it, but then they're okay by the end and acknowledge each other. I wish they would have put either, like, a spin on it or allowed me to really connect with the characters, which I wasn't able to do. For that reason, I gave it a two. But it was not bad in any way. It just there was nothing in it that really grabbed my attention. I'm going to piggyback and also give a two. Um, I agree. It was, it was kind of boring. I found myself just reading and rereading the same like paragraph to make sure like I even like picked up on anything and I didn't really miss much. <laughs> um, but I, I just wish there was more like inner thoughts of both characters to really 
you know, flush out these two guys. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, it was a decent read. And it it felt actually longer than the 9,000 words that it was. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it was... Thank you for listening to the Fan Fiction Book Club. Our pick this week was YNWA and Other Annoying Scouse Habits by Brian Metallics. You can find this story and more of the author's works on Archive of Our Own. Theme song is Funko-Rama by Kevin McLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music on incompetech.filmmusic.io slash artist slash Kevin dash McLeod. The works discussed on the Fan Fiction Book Club are not our own. All characters mentioned belong to the original authors. Until next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.